from the Thinking Out Loud studios, it's the Thinking Out Loud podcast with Kevin and Kyle, the podcast that exists to help you navigate the culture of today from a biblical perspective and to help you grow in your relationship with God. God has commissioned and called you to be a light in this culture. The only way you can do that is to know the truth. No matter what circumstance you're facing, no matter what season of life that you're in, if you truly want to find success in that season, you're going to have to go back to the simple question of what does God say about me in this moment? There's no shortage of information in this culture, but there is a shortage of truth. Welcome back to the Thinking Out Loud podcast. My name is Kevin Wilson. And I'm Kyle Lentil. (laughs) (laughs) And we're laughing because we're having a good time. (laughs) Listen, we've got a a great show for you guys today. It's actually something that I think most of us, if not all of us, are going to deal with. But before we get into this show, I have a question that I want to ask Kevin. And maybe you can think about this as well and comment on our social media page uh, your answer to this. But Kevin, Hmm. here's my question for you, buddy. What is the most awkward photo that you have ever taken in your life? (laughs) (laughs) It could be planned or unplanned. Uh, What? So you don't, you don't have to, the most awkward photo you've been in. So you didn't even have to take the photo. You could just be in that photo. What was the time where you saw a photo of yourself and said, man, I got, I got an answer, but I want to hear yours first. So guys, he I I didn't know this beforehand. So I, I, like nope. it, it wasn't like this I This is completely impromptu. Yeah. I oh man. I try not to get me Do made, you want Go go. Let me start with mine. Go with yours and I'll try All to think right. of one. For most of you, you know my oldest kid is 5. And uh she has a uh a tablet for, you know, kids YouTube and things like that. Well, I didn't know that she learned how to access the camera and the video. (laughs) And uh, so the funny thing is she sat down next to me one day and she was showing me all these videos she's made. (laughs) And lo and behold, the one video she shows me is where I was in the bathroom on the toilet and she crept the door open and videotaped me going to the bathroom. (laughs) I was dying. She was laughing her butt off. It was like months ago too. Like she had had that on her, her tablet for months before she'd shown me that she had me going number two. Oh my word. Without me even knowing, bro. So it it listen, the, the topic today is one of that where there are things without your consent that are being held captive into iCloud and photo libraries. We're gonna talk about that, but I was just wondering if maybe Kevin uh could share anything. Yeah, I okay, so one, my kids aren't that smart or uh, either they're scared of me probably or something i don't know (laughs) i don't have i just can't i i can't think of a time when somebody has recorded me or like taken a picture of me where i'm just like i don't like pictures to begin with so we can just add that to the food thing like i hate taking pictures with a passion so like i just don't get it's like i don't need to be in anybody's picture i was there that's awesome but, but, uh, but I can't remember. I just, I can't think of anything like where somebody right. took like some weird, you know, 
some weird well, listen, recording or picture. If if you're listening and you have a funny story kind of like that, please do me a favor and comment. When we uh, will advertise the show, there'll be some artwork on our social media pages. When you're listening to this show, whether it's today, on the actual day that it's released, or weeks down the road, go to our social media page, find this advertisement, comment underneath. It'd be awesome to interact with you on that. But the reason that we're bringing this show up is, go ahead. You know, it, it, you know, Kyle just, just, you know, he just ramrods through everything. Anyways, I, <laughs> I, it wasn't. I, th- I think the only weird pictures I've ever had is like those oh. ones that you accidentally take of yourself, and you don't realize you're taking them. Like I don't know if that's ever happened to you before. But I've had issues. But you where, got the picture of like your forehead and like half your eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, I don't know. I'm just, and it's a, it's a selfie pic, but it's, I, it's like, how did my camera, like, what, how did this happen? Yeah. I mean, so I've had things like that happen. You know, I, I you know what? I have a question for you. Have you ever accidentally sent the wrong text to the wrong person? Like, oh, all, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Oh boy. Cuz what happens is not not that they're always bad, but what happens is is I'm in like a a group chat, like a couple different group chats. Oh yeah. And and all it's all it takes is seeing the same person in the other group chat thinking you're in that group chat. Oh and then, yeah. And then you say <laughs> I've got a story that I don't have uh permission to tell, but bro, we had one happen. <laughs> What? I can't I can't tell you. I can't tell you. It's uh, not my story. I can't tell you. It was funny though, and it was sent to the wrong chat. And oh. uh Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that happens to me. That happens to me more so than probably it doesn't. Yeah. It so. doesn't normally happen to me, but I had one time that it that something was sent and it wasn't a picture <laughs> or anything, but it was just, it was me talking about something and it was supposed to it man. <laughs> I remember the time you told me about your job. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We said that on air before, man. Oh, my the goodness. Email. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways. Te- but, technology gone wrong, huh? Technology gone wrong, man. There's so many things that can happen that just go sideways. <laughs> Speaking of that, most of you may already know this, but on August 5th, Apple announced that it will begin testing a new system basically to automatically match photos on your iPhones and upload uploaded iCloud accounts to a database of child sexual abuse images and alert authorities as needed. So basically, the goal for Apple, let's just come out and tell you what the goal for Apple is because I feel like the goal for Apple mm-hmm. and the process by which Apple is doing this maybe skewed a little differently when you guys find out exactly what they're doing. The goal for Apple is to try to respect our privacy while really trying to stop child abuse and mm. trying to help prevent child abuse. And, and and I commend them for that. I do. I, I really do. I think that it's awesome that we're, we're not just using our technology to promote ourselves or promote our companies, but you know, someone as big as Apple is deciding, hey, listen, we could do better in the fight against, you know, human trafficking, child abuse, child pornography, things of that nature. But with that being said, this new service that they're coming up with, they've announced that they're, they're going to launch it hopefully by the end of 2021. They're hoping it will be on all of our phones. 
but this new service will turn photos on devices into an unreadable set of hashes or complex numbers stored on our devices. The company explained at a press conference that those numbers will be matched against a database of hashes provided by the National Center for Missing or Exploited Children. Basically, let me let me kind of just break this down into layman's terms. In order for your phones to recognize whether a photo is a red flag photo or not is the AI needs to be trained, okay? And so basically what Apple's doing is is they're going to match the photos we take They're going to match those up with types of photos given to them from the National Center of Missing or Exploited Children. If our photos match the same type of hash mark that those photos match, they'll be put into that database for further inspection. Basically, kind of like what my daughter did. She saved a video of me on on her tablet. What we don't know is that our photos that we take, if Apple deems them, if our AI deems them red flags, they will be sent to the cloud into a folder in our own cloud, not not just on, online for anybody to reach, in our own cloud, but Apple will then be able to censor that, investigate it, and see if they need to turn that over to other companies. Now, Apple's goal is to ensure identical and visually similar images uh, result in the same hash, even if it's been slightly cropped, resized, or converted from color to black and white. Now, the reality is that privacy and child protection can coexist, is what the CEO of uh, the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children had said in a statement. He said that we applaud Apple and we look forward to working together to make this world a safer place for children. Now, the question that we have to ask ourselves is, is it a reality where privacy and child protection can coexist? I mean, that's the ultimate reality. And just for a certain example, there was a Twitter story that had come out where a woman found out about this app and she found out that her photos of herself were being stored. Now, photos of herself in a bra. Okay. And if she were to type in Brazier's in her photo album, she would see where Apple had stored all of the photos of her in a bra in this photo album. Mm-hmm. And now to her alarm, she's going, well, who's looking at these photos and putting them in these albums? There's no child in this. This is me. And, it's, and I didn't consent for anybody else to look at these photos. These are photos of myself. And, and some of you may be out there and say, dude, I've got some photos on my phones that I don't want anybody to see of myself. But because they're similar to maybe a child of you know a female child with her shirt off or whatever it is your ai is trained to hash that and put that into to a file so the real question here is 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 there a way because we all agree i think we would all agree that child protection needs to be taken serious and we need to do better fighting against child abuse and making sure that we're protecting the child but is this kevin do you think that there is a place where our personal privacy on our devices can also coexist in a child protection AI system like this? I, I th- That's a hard question to answer. I know. Yeah. It's because hard. Every, we want to say yes, right? Yeah. Because we would love for this to be the perfect system. Yeah. I, I think there is. Kyle, I, I guess for me, I look at it and say, we, it is, we are way too far down the, yeah. you know, down the digital road. Right. I mean, we're, we're, there is no coming back from what we, what we have today. And so, you know, I think about this sometimes because I talk to my mom and, you know, my mom, 
is you know she's she's very old school and and, and her thing is you know, she always wants to make sure, you know, if I'm talking on the phone, no one's actually listening to my conversation. Did I actually click over? And it, does the other person still there? If I do my online banking, is that going to, you know, and I always tell my mom, who I love dearly, by the way, um, I always tell my mom, I'm like, mom, like your stuff's out there. Like, I'm not trying yeah. to scare you or or anything like that. But if you've ever done anything online ever, and even if you haven't, like when you use your credit card or your debit card or whatever, like that stuff's just out there. It's on the black market. People get a hold of it. It's just the way of life. Like in order for us to have the convenience that we have right now, we have that there's going to be some risk. And I feel like everything's tracking us anyway. Like as soon as you put pictures and stuff on Facebook, that's why I don't put like I know a lot of people put their whole life story on Facebook. I just won't do that. I don't put a ton of pictures of my family up every once in a while. And it's all intentional because like I don't want them to have whoever they are to have all of my my data like that. You know, but again, you could try to keep as much away as possible, but they have it. And so I feel like. If if it if my pictures of me of me or my family or whatever, if my pictures is is going to get snapped by Apple, but it's going to cause less child abuse and maybe help with human trafficking, child trafficking, sexual exploitation of children, dude, let's go. Like for me, I'm, I, you know what I mean? Like, let's go. Like, you know, because a child being saved from that type of situation means more to me than Apple knowing that I bought a new watch yesterday because I took a picture of my wrist. I could care less. Yeah. 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 No. And I think, I think that's where, uh, you know, the humanistic side of things and just the adult side of things, we realize if you're a law abiding citizen, you're not worried about the government finding out that you're breaking some sort of law or oh, you're in yeah. some kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're going, really? Um, the cost of, and this is where I stand, the cost of our government making sure that this child doesn't get abused, uh, doesn't get sexually trafficked, any sort of way, the cost of it is them seeing a photo of me you know what I'm saying? Or the photo of me recording my kids playing at the park or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like Okay, yeah, that's 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 not too hard of a cost. But let me show you some of, and let me just read some of these. There's a couple Twitter statements from some pretty big business chains, including Facebook itself. Let me read some of the statements as a reaction towards this new system. Because again, Apple's coming out with a software where basically your photos are going to be tracked. And if they deem your photos to match up against proven child abuse photos, They're going to store them in a file and decide whether or not they're going to alert the authorities. So with that being said, there's a couple of quotes here. One quote is, these tools, get this, these tools will allow Apple to scan your iPhone photos for photos that match a specific perceptual hash and report them to Apple servers if too many appear. The idea that, so let let me kind of paraphrase this, part of this program is that if the student or if the child is anywhere from the ages of 13 to 18, they are going to be, the parents are going to be alerted. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is where 
being a student direct. So, so let me set the record straight. Kevin and I both have zero problem with this. Can I say that? Yeah. We have zero yep. problem with so far with what's going on. Well, like you said, guys, we talk about Taco Bell and then we hop on Facebook and the crunch wrap supreme box is advertised all over facebook if you think that our devices are not listening to us if you think that we're not being recorded then you clearly missed out on the snowden days um <laughs> and so we're, we're already being tracked yeah uh we don't like the idea that we're being tracked now if we're going to use this tracking system to prevent crimes like this yeah well then let's do it that, that's the whole point of having this type of technology now Here's what, this is where I think I kind of draw the line only because of my profession and only because I've had to learn through some of this. So there's a quote here that says, the idea that parents are safe people for teens to have conversations about sex or sexting with is admirable, but in many cases, not true. So one of the rules is, and I believe it's 13 to 18, as long as the the child is under 18, basically parents are going to be alerted. If there's some sort of child abuse or um, some sort of child sexual activity going on. Now, here's the problem. And, and, another, and another point will we'll say this. You ready? It says that, let me get the quote for you. But basically, there was a quote and, and, and a person was super concerned about this. Imagine the parents that find out through this app without the child consenting to giving this advice, uh, this information, but finding out that their son or daughter is gay finding out that their son or daughter is bisexual or transgender or having these conversations. Imagine if it's not a safe home, the dangers of releasing the information that the child was, was because they know the dangers of that home. The child just, you know what? They weren't releasing that. Or imagine, imagine because we just assume parents are safe and we can't do that. If, if quarantine's taught us anything, it's proven to us how unsafe a lot of homes are yep. and how parents, and I've got a statistic here, uh, it says that 91.4% of victims are maltreated by one or both parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. N- 91% of 4.4 million children, it's insane. 91% of them, so well, let's just say 4 million of those. Mm-hmm. are mistreated by their parents yeah, are abused sexually or physically, verbally, however you want, or, or just neglected by their parents. And then we're going to turn around and create a system that says, Hey, we are going to tell you the sexual secrets of your children. Imagine if one of the parents is a predator, mm. the yeah. door that that unleashes. Yeah. And I had to learn it the hard way when we were going through certain topics in our youth ministry. And what we had to do is we ended up having Kevin to cut the live. We would, when we talked about certain topics, we gave the parents the content that we were talking about. So they knew what we were talking about. But what we did do is we shut down the parents being able to see the response at the end of the service from the students, Mm -hmm. because we don't know the home and we want to partner with the parents. But at the end of the day, we just felt like students aren't going to respond to a sexual topic if they know that their parents are watching on live. Right. Right. And if they really want healing and they really want help and they want to seek professional help, guys, a lot of times that happens without the parents. Right. Uh, and for this case, that 91.4% of victims are mistreated by both, if not one, both parents. And when you get the results of five children die every day from child abuse, I just think Apple, I think Apple has a great heart. I think that they are onto something that's very cool, very great. And I think if they 
Kevin, I think if they promote it the right way and they don't just kind of come out and say, oh, by the way, in this new update, we're going to now check your phone. If they, if they do this the right way, I think most people will get on board with this. Yeah. But we've got to figure out the whole parent alerting type thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a good thing. I really do. I think Apple, you're going to have some skeptics out there that's going to say that Apple is doing, like they have some alter, alternative motive ulterior motive to this i i think they're trying they see the technology that they have yeah and they're trying to find something good to do with it and this is good i i i think it's great i again i just think we're in a world right now where we are tracked our phones are listening i mean i have you know this student this office that i'm in right now i have an alexa right behind me who's probably just woke up because i said her name but yeah, I mean, the, the <laughs> but you know, I have these things and yes, they're listening. And one of the reasons why I got one was because I realized, cause at first I was like, I'm not getting that thing. That thing's going to tell, you know, it's just, it listen to everything that I've got to say, you know? And I'm like, well, that's kind of silly because my phone listens to everything that I say, you know, you, you talk on the phone about get a new pillow and all of a Mr. sudden, pillows all over your. <laughs> yeah, you go on Facebook and here's a bunch of sponsored ads, you know, about the magic pillow or you know whatever. And so it, it, these things happen, and it was it was funny because you know I do a lot of the business for the back end of the podcast, and I was talking to a friend of mine who is a, a, a social media uh, specialist for a forty million dollar company, and he. I mean, it was just blowing my mind some of the things that he was telling me that you can do behind the scenes on Facebook and Instagram and all of these different places. Now, I have a lot of experience with the behind the scenes of Facebook and Instagram because, you know, I do paid ads and different things like that for the podcast. Mm -hmm. And it is absolutely insane how granular I can get with targeting certain audiences, right? So I can go in and say, I want to, I want this ad to be shown to males, only males in Michigan between the ages of 20 and 40 who has an iPhone and likes Christian music. And I mean, it just goes, it, I mean, it could get so yeah. granular. And those will be the only people pretty much who will see that ad now again it, it, this is it's it's crazy and and so i i remember telling my buddy i said you know because we were working on some ad sets and different things like that and he said to me he says he goes you know and I, or i said to him i said it's almost like facebook the facebook that we see when we open up our phones and we look mm -hmm. at our friends and we see all of that it's almost as if that's a storefront it, it's like a storefront for like a whole different operation, right? And the, and the storefront's free. You, you go in there, you can use the storefront, you can do whatever you want to do, but right. while you're there at the front counter, everything about you is being recorded. You're, you know, ev you know everything you, you write, you send messages, you do whatever, like it's being tracked because that's the only way Facebook can help me as an advertiser advertise to you as a listener, mm -hmm. right? 
It, it, because they know so much about you that I can go in there and, and get so granular of who I'm targeting. It is absolutely insane what you can do. And, but the only way they do that is if they have inf- that, that much of information and that information like that is powerful, you know, but again, it's, it helps a lot of people. It helps a lot of businesses, right? You know, um, this business that my, my, my buddy works for and does the social media for, he does it for another co- company as well. And he, this other company, he's trying to grow them. And once he grows them, he's going to, I mean, he's growing them through social media. So it's it's yeah. just it's very interesting, you know, to to see what's happening. And yeah, it could be just like anything else. It could be used for bad. Of course it could. Yeah, and you 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 hit that, you know, you hit it on the head, honestly. It was like it's like you were the guy that made this quote. But again, this is from a Fortune 500 company. It says, "Apple's filtering of iMessage and iCloud is not a slippery slope to backdoors that suppress speech and make our communications less secure." Ready for this? He furthers on to say, we're already there. Yeah. Because a lot of people are worried, you know, and and that's the ultimate thing is like, well, how do we trust the government with just the photos? They're given a back door now into our personal iPhones and everything we store on our iCloud. So how do we know that they're just going to go? And then he goes on to say, this is a fully built system just waiting for external pressure to make the slightest change. Mm. Meaning we're already, (laughs) they're already in our back door. And so that I think that's where a lot of the, the, the reality is going to be is like, we know we're being tracked in our conversations and things like that. But for some of us, the privacy really is in our cloud. It's in our photo albums. It's in, and we know that that may be the last bit of privacy that we have and we're giving, you know, we're, we're giving it up. And so it's hard. It's hard. I think for, for, for a lot of us to justify this Apple scanning, the truth is it doesn't detect, it does not detect photos of child abuse. What it does is it detects a list of known banned images based off of a different database. But the images that are added over time is, is arbitrary and it just doesn't know what a child is. And so now we are succumb to, hey, a lot of our personal stuff is just going to be thrown out there in hopes that they find something that we don't have personally in our lives, you know? And, and so... It's a, it is a weird, slippery slope to a back door. But again, ask yourself if we're already there. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we've seen it with former President Trump, right? So he's, you know, what these big tech companies can do, right? We, we got the, ta- the Taliban who's able to put all kinds of stuff right now while, you know, we're in the middle of a, of a crisis, you know, and have been for the past few weeks with Afghanistan. They can post things, but the former president of the United States can't post because he's been banned from Twitter and Facebook. Like it's, it's, you know, and, and, and and here, and I know I've said this before, I'll say it again. As Christians, if we don't want this to happen, guess what we need to do? We're going to have to invest in our own systems, right? A Christian could have come up with Facebook and we wouldn't have been in this issue or this problem, Right. A, a Christian could have came up Apple with Apple and we wouldn't have this issue. Like there's so many things that I feel like we miss as Christians because there's no such thing as there's no Christian millionaires and billionaires. Of course there are. Right. And it's like, we have to get ahead of this stuff. 
So if you don't want your stuff tracked, if you don't want, you know, if you want to be able to have true free speech and all this other stuff, why don't we take the creativity that God has given us? We should be the most creative people on the planet. But yet, we're always subservient to those who has no affinity for God, who doesn't like God, who actually does things against God, right? And then we complain because then they're tracking us and then they're censoring us and they're whatever. And it's like, we had an opportunity to come up with this stuff ourselves. And I think it's, it's just like a lot of us, right? We said in our, I mean, I know I've had this where I've had ideas. My wife's had ideas that we've talked about that we were like, hey, I wonder if this is a thing. And we go to try to look it up and it's like, yeah, I can't really find it. But what do we do? We just go, we get up, we go to work in the morning and we just never, we don't do it. Right. It's just something that we had, just like a, a thought that we had in our mind, like, wow, that'd be really cool if we would be the ones that invent that. But we're like, oh, but it's going to cost so much money and we're going to have to get patents and we're going to have to do that. Like, but again, somebody sat down and said, you know what? Yep. It's going to be a lot of hard work, but I'm going to do it anyway. Right. Jeff Bezos did that with Amazon. You know, he said, you know, if you see his old office, the one that he had when he first started Amazon looks nothing like what he has today. But now he's the richest guy. Why? Because he just said, you know what? I'm not going to let these obstacles stop me. And so I think for us as Christians, we need to really consider getting in the tech space. Like we, we need to, I mean, look, look at, um, what are those guys that do the, the movies, the, uh, courageous and mm -hmm. the brothers, the Kendrick brothers, the Kendrick brothers. Uh, I actually want to have them on the show one day, but they, you know, look at them. They just said, you know what? We're going to do our own Christian movies. We're, we're, we're just, and, and, and the thing I love about them is they said, we're going to take normal people, regular people from our church body, people that have friends, whatever. We're not going to try to get the most beautiful actresses and, and most handsome actors and all of that. We're going to get normal people and we're going to use them in our movies. And they have shown with their movies. Now, not all, I mean, like a lot of Christian movies are cheesy. No, so don't, don't get me wrong there, but they've shown that they went in that space and they could actually make a really good movie, right? It's the same way with tech, but we've got to have a passion and we have to put our money there so that we don't become subservient to these, to all of this. Yeah. But what do we say to those that, I mean, we just had a show where we talked about privacy. Yeah. You know, we, we, we talked about the fact that we have a right to our own privacy. It's constitutional. And so what do you say to the person that says, you know, this is the worst idea in Apple history and it destroys their credibility on privacy because the biggest thing Apple's been pushing is privacy because everybody's getting hacked. Everybody's bank accounts are getting hacked, everything. So they push privacy for the last year. They've come out with this whole new like privacy app, like to where your phones are locked down for you specifically. And then they turn around and say, except we're going to tap into that and we're going to start utilizing your data. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so how do you, as a human being, how do you trust? Again, it's hard to trust when something was just given to you is now being taken away. You know, I just, I, Kyle, I keep going back to, I don't feel like I have an option. Like, yeah. I, I feel like it's one of those things where there is like, the 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 terms and agreements that we sign when we first get our our iPhone or our Android phone, we don't even look at that stuff. We don't read it. We have no idea. We're signing yep. our lives away to begin with, right? And we had to have signed something 
previous to now for them to be able to put this on our phones or allow the phones to do that. We assigned some blanket or we signed some blanket statement. Right. And I again, I'm in HR, um, you know, in, in the human resources space. I write policy. I update policy. I know what it means to write a policy and, you know, do what we call catch all phrases, you know, in the sense of I, I write it in a way where, you know, it's everything that I said in that policy and anything that I deem that is 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 un, that would go under that policy. Right. And so they word things in such a way they're attorneys to where they're not liable for 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 things. And we just sign away. We don't care. We don't, you know, why? Because we just like our new shiny iPhone that we just bought. And we just want to get on, play games, take pictures, do our thing. We don't really care. Right. So, you know, I, I think I think the trade-off is we get we get some cool phones, we get some cool technology, basically have a computer on our own, you know, on our phone, and that's it. Like that's that's just how it is. Like that. And we have to give up this other piece. And I just think we're too far down the road, Kyle. I do. And I, and I'm not saying it's right, but I don't see how we walk back from this today. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think you hit it on the head. I think there's a lot that's going on that we don't have a choice and we don't even know that there was supposed to be a choice. Like, we don't even know what's happening. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. I mean, for all I know, the, government's watching me talk about this through my computer camera right now you know about oh, their yeah. back doors into our pr- private life i mean there's h- countless of times i'm having a conversation on the phone just about politically what's going on and you get you get the person on the other side that just says some crazy talk right mm-hmm. and and then i go man the fbi is gonna be at my door <laughs> and i'm like because because they're just so emotional about something and they say something so just asinine you know and you're just like well mm-hmm. why would you say that you know and and you go now i'm associated in that conversation because you just know you know people are listening yeah you, you just know that's what's happening but again let me just put it i guess i'll put it to perspective this way i do it all the same 9-11 seems to be the best way that people understand stuff i don't i don't recall the last time somebody complained about waiting two hours in line to get on a plane <laughs> right i just don't because there was a security measure, and guess what? Now I have to get to the airport two and a half hours early, three hours early sometimes. Why? Because they're going to drastically change the way they look at my personal stuff before mm-hmm. I get into that plane. They're going to make sure that they did everything they could to make sure that plane does not blow up when I get in the air. And you know what? I'm okay with giving up two and a half hours of my life to know that I'm going to enjoy the next seven days of my vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, I kind of feel like that has to be when we get smartphones and when we get, like, we're blessed with this technology in a first world country. Yes. Okay. We got to understand that along with being blessed with this technology, there's responsibilities to this technology. Mm -hmm. It's not just for comfort. It's not just for entertainment. This technology is supposed to change the world. One of the ways it's going to change the world, and it should, is by making it a safer place. And one of the ways I think that we could get on board with that is going, look, I'm going to give you access to my photos. And guess what? If that means that you have to be a better person because someone's accessing your photos, then you can thank the technology for that too. You know, you're getting better character. I don't, I mean, I don't, I guess that's my stance. My stance on it is like, I don't have naked photos of my wife. I don't have naked photos of me. Like, I, don't, I just don't do that stuff. Right. 
So I don't have to worry about some wandering eyes seeing that. But in the same token, I'm also not involved in any type of crime right. to where I would have to be concerned. So at the end of the day, what happens on my phone, whether I know it or don't know, it doesn't change my life. But hopefully it's changing the life of some kid that's being abused. Right. And I, yeah, and I think there's ways around it, right? So it's not like they don't sell cameras. Like there are, cam- yeah. like we, you know, if you really, if a person is really concerned and they're like, I just don't want to take it on my phone, whatever. Listen, don't take any pictures that are, you know, anywhere even close to, you know, because I know some women or, or, or even men maybe do this. I don't know. But they take pictures of themselves like, you know, like, oh, I want to send this to my my girlfriend to see if she thinks she likes this dress or, you know, sisters might send pictures from the dressing room of, you know, this mm-hmm. or that. You know what I mean? Like and, and, and they could have some, you know, like less clothes on or something like that. And that's that's that just I don't know. That's just a way of life. Right. But that's the, what we give up for convenience. But if you don't want any of that happening, there are some amazing just cameras that would take probably better pictures than your phone. And you could take those and take and take that on vacation with you and, and do all the things. Right. That's that mm-hmm. that's something that you could do as well. I, I just think. And, I, you know, and I know people probably listening going, man, you you must be a, a millennial because you you know, and I didn't grow up. Listen, when 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 I do remember and I'm so grateful for this, I actually remember when there was no such thing as a cell phone. Like, I, I actually remember that. Like, like, I remember actually getting my first cell phone that was as big as a brick, that was a green, like a green screen. It was like, it was like if you had a, if you guys had a Commodore computer back in the day, it, it, you know, it's just like, it was just that ugly screen. You couldn't, there was no texting on the phone or anything like that. We had pagers. You know, I remember when I worked for, I used to work for the 7-Up Bottling Group years ago. And the way I found out what my route was going to be that day was they would page me with a number and then I would call that number. I would have to get out of my car, go to a payphone, call the number, listen to a message, and it would give me <laughs> it would give me my route for the day. And I would write my route down, you know, all of that. And it's it's crazy because like there are some people, they don't have that experience. They don't have experience of a payphone. They don't have experience mm-hmm. of not having a pager or a, a cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. And, but so for me, I look at it and I go, you know what? This is way more convenient. And, you know, yeah. Do I want any, I'm a pretty private person anyway. So yeah. Do I want somebody looking at all my photos and look, reading my text and doing all that? Of course not. But I'm not doing anything like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I I think, you know, Kyle, I think what's going to happen though is if for some reason, something was used against you in the court. I I, I just have this weird, because I know, I know they have to subpoena stuff and they have to, mm-hmm. you know, order them to, to allow, to get to certain things or whatever. But man, I just, I, you know, I'm a documentary guy. I watch some of these crime documentaries and I'm like, man, some people's phone searches and things makes them look really guilty when in all actuality, they may not be. But because right. they searched this or that, literally that one piece of evidence ends up deciding their case. And so I just, 
you know, everyone wants to give everybody the benefit of the doubt unless they're in court. And then it's like, well, Kevin, right before, you know, I don't know what, what the situation would be, but right before this crime happened. What would it be, Kevin? What would it be? <laughs> it would be, you know, like, you know, Kevin was searching how to, you know, to kill elephants in the, in the Amazon. Like, I, I listen, what? No, you'd be, you'd be trying to like find the best knife to mince garlic with. So you'd be like Googling world's sharpest knife. Yeah. Cleanest cut. <laughs> And they'd be like a murder case, like, and then, why were you sharp? Why were you looking for the cleanest cut? Right. It's like, and then one of my friends get like get stabbed, right? And it's like by well, the you, world's sharpest knife. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you were the last person with him two nights ago. You just at you just you know. It's like because how am I going to explain that? Truly, like, how do I explain that in the privacy of my? Because even, that might not even be something that I talk to my wife about. You know, I remember yeah. when, when I got her knife set, I didn't, t- I just surprised her with it. Cause she had been saying like, I want a really nice knife set. And I was like, okay. And you know, one day I just, I went on Amazon and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get her that one of those sets she was talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. She had no idea. So if they were to ask her, she'd be like, I don't know. We didn't buy any knife. We didn't do anything. I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it, that's the part I think for me that makes me nervous because you just never know. Well, you got to think too. The the stuff that we have to research for this show. Like, think back when we did do the Netflix and children series. Oh, my goodness. I mean, some of the stuff Awful. that we Googled, I'm like, man, if somebody were to look at my internet browser, not that I was looking up, you know, anything yeah, explicit. No, no, but to, no. You're trying to find the truth, and so there's some trigger words in there where you go, poof. Oh, yeah. Just don't. I mean, that was a hard show to research for, but taking into consideration now, the government looks at that and goes... Well, why is this guy so intrigued with children and explicit material? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So again, that's but that's see, Kevin, that's the biggest beef here with with a lot of these people. They're saying, listen, AI doesn't know that, right? No, your your your, your uh, technology on your phone, they don't. It just it doesn't know that, and so the intelligence of it is really just it's trigger words and trigger photos, and it gets you into trouble that you otherwise really shouldn't be in. Hmm. And so what they're saying is, is, is this really going to be effective in protecting children? Or is this really just going to be something that's effective in finding photos that otherwise don't need to be found? Are we wasting, basically, are we wasting time on people who are not child abusers instead of being more effective and actually just finding those who are? Because AI can't tell the difference. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. It's and then a, in that case, you're, you're, you're dealing with privacy too. I mean, there's going to be the people out there and I, I get it. They go, look, it's my privacy. Find a different way. Right. But then, but then my rebuttal would be, well, it's, we're blessed with this technology. So either find a different way of entertainment or just deal with it. <laughs> deal with it. Right. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, I don't like the, the the whole concept of of the where, where we're going I, I don't you know i i think about the people who and i'm it, actually go ahead it does feel like freedom's just not even freedom anymore though i will say on all fronts not just technology but mm-hmm. it just feels like the government's taking more of this approach to since you won't get on track with us now we're not asking we're just doing mm-hmm. and who's going to throw us in jail who's really going to check us because we're the government right yeah so Civilians can riot, they can get mad, they can have post rants on Facebook, but at the end of the day, you're going to do what we say, and if you don't, we're just going to do it anyway. 
I mean, that's yeah. what it feels like, Kevin. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree with that. I, I, I just, I just think of the, you know, there's been some talk about cameras in cities, you know, posting yeah. cameras in, you know, on light poles and different things like that, and just monitoring for crime purposes. And I know a lot of people were up in arms about that. They were just like, man, like, how are we going to like that? Like, I can't walk down the street without the, 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 the local police department seeing every move that I make. But my thing is, I would much rather have cameras all over Chicago so they can catch these thugs that are doing some of these things that they're doing on Detroit. You know, right. We're outside of Detroit in, in the suburbs of Detroit. But I mean, Detroit's. You know, we could drive there, um, you know, and it's a bad, it's a, it's a very, unfortunately, a crime ridden area, right? And so I look at it and I say, you know, yeah, why not put the cameras there? I don't care. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and, and yes, it could it, could that lead to other things? Like, you know, they have those facial recognition things that the police have and they haven't always been right. Like it doesn't recognize the right face. And then the police are pulling over the wrong person. I mean, there's there's all kinds of things. But with everything, with all new technology, there's going to come risks. That's just the way it is. And I, I, and I think we just have to learn how to adopt to those risks and try as a society to get smarter, you know, at, at making things to where it's more accurate. Right. Um, yeah. You know, but don't throw the baby out the bathwater and just say, well, we just can't have any of this stuff. Well, no, you, that might save your family member's life, us having cameras or them tracking their phone, you know, whatever the case. So, yep. Yeah. So, guys, stay tuned. I mean, this stuff isn't completely out just yet. But like I said, Apple said by the end of 2021, they'd like to they'd like to have this on all their iPhones. And so I guess a comment, comment on our, our show. Let us know what your thoughts are. Give us some feedback on what you think about this, even how you think we're going as a nation, if we're already there, how we're being projected to go. Again, we'd, we'd love to interact with you guys on this as well, not just talk our own ears off, but kind of feel the vibe of culture and society as it pertains to privacy and child protection and and all of that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yep, I agree. And so, uh, yeah, sometimes we just, we, you know, we talk about things that are coming up, even if they, they haven't hit, you know, went live yet, but we just kind of letting you know, just informing you of things that are happening. We know this is something that we're all, you know, and we maybe, <laughs> maybe we just helped Android out today. Maybe everybody will switch. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But um sorry Apple. But uh anyways, we are excited again just just to have you guys listening and 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 all of that. And if you're on an Apple device, haha, scroll down all the way to the bottom there and rate and review us. Please do this for us. We just we need it. It's great. We should have way more reviews than what we have right now on Apple because we, you know, because of the amount of people are listening. So if you guys could do that for us, that'd be awesome. And then um, any other place that you listen to us. So whether it be Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, TuneIn, Stitcher, Pandora, Amazon Music, I mean, all the places. Go subscribe. Tell your friends about the Thinking Out Loud podcast with Kevin and Kyle. Also, if you want to give to the show, the way this show will continue is that the show is funded, right? I know you haven't heard us talk a lot about that. Maybe the last couple of shows we've talked about that, but we are, we're funding this show 
ourselves and it's expensive. And so that's just to put it bluntly. So in order for this show to continue, we, 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 we're going to need your support. And so if you want to, if you want to give, reach out to us on our website, which is thinkingoutloudmedia.com thinkingoutloudmedia.com. We also have our Venmo and our cash app. Our Venmo is at thinking out loud media and the cash app is dollar sign thinking out loud media. And Kyle, can you just tell them where to to find us on the socials? Yep. So on Instagram, thinking underscore out loud, you can again, thinking underscore out loud. And then Facebook is simple thinking out loud podcast. And we have a fan page. So thinking out loud podcast fans and again we interact with our audience there we also do uh, facebook and instagram lives we're working on some new ideas with our lives as well uh they get a little creative and so stay tuned for that that this and social media is the the way that you'll find all of our advertisement for upcoming shows previous shows lives and questions that you guys have we can communicate with you there as well yeah absolutely well guys thanks for chatting with us today and we look forward to seeing you next week we love you guys